This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Today on CityCast Chicago, TV host Jeffrey Bear has made a living of sharing Chicago's beauty with the world. And he's got a new special out tonight on WTTW Channel 11 with the stories behind some of those places. Jeffrey Bear is here to talk about the most beautiful places in Chicago. It's Tuesday, March 7th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is What Chicago's Talking About. The most beautiful places in Chicago. I want to give you a little jingle for that, right? The most beautiful places in Chicago. Oh, man. I got to work Why on didn't it. We hired it just came you. Out. We should have had you, I, I, man. I, I, nah, I got to work on it. I, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. What makes a place beautiful to you? I think I was surprised because I was imagining that we would be going after visual beauty. But it, it turned out we interviewed all these people and, and they had so much heart. And it, it really broadened out the definition to more like the, what, what makes something beautiful, the meaning of something, like what, what it means to these people that, that's so beautiful. Um, I've been a tour guide for the Chicago Architecture Foundation longer than I've been at WTTW, class of 87. And, you know, sometimes I'm walking people around the city and we'll walk into, for example, something like the Tiffany Dome in the Cultural Center. And people will just, their jaws drop. They, they just can't, they're like, wait, what? This is here? You know, and, and so that's kind of where I started with the show. Like, like just finding mm-hmm. places around Chicago that maybe you've heard of. Um, maybe you haven't. In a lot of cases, I haven't, which is great. You know, I learned some yeah. things that you just can't believe your eyes when you, when you go mm-hmm. inside. Um, there's the sort of epic scale beauty, like something like the Elks Memorial, which is in the show up in Lincoln Park, that just looks like the Pantheon from Rome. But mm-hmm. then there's really kind of more more modest or small scale beauty. Um, that, that's sort of equally beautiful. This, we went, we go down to this abandoned, well, this just this big swath of vacant land along the South Lakefront that used to be a steel mill. And we meet this wonderful guerrilla artist, Roman Villarreal, who, who made this, you know, I mean, I would say rather modest scale sculpture, uh, as a kind of tribute to all the people who worked in the mill. He worked in the mill when he was a teenager. Yeah. We've gotten to hang out with Roman in, in, in front of a few of his works. Beautiful Did story. you? Yeah. We, we went down to the Secret Mermaid. That, well, we've got that as a, an extra web feature. Come on, on a little, bo- a, a little bonus show. content for him. Uh, Jeffrey, how did you determine these 20 or so places? Right. Right. So that's, you know, that's kind of the, I knew, I knew I was asking for trouble when I called the show the most beautiful places in Chicago. I mean, it's intentionally provocative, right? I mean, I think we should get into a discussion about 
did I find the most beautiful places? Are these really the most beautiful places? What's that even mean that a place is beautiful? So I've been doing this TV work for WTTW for, you know, 25 years. And I've been a docent since 1987 for the Architecture Foundation, Chicago Architecture Center. So I knew about a lot of beautiful places. And, and that's kind of where I started. I just kind of did a brain dump, you know, on paper with our producer, Bridget Sarno. We called it a brain dump. And we just, just everything we could think of, you know, because I was really hoping to find places I'd, I'd never heard of. We're representing a, a wide swath of, the, of, the, of Chicago. We don't want it to just be downtown. We want it to be the neighborhoods, suburbs. This piece starts off with one of our newest, uh, most beautiful marvels uh, from the architect Jeannie Gang, and it's the St. Regis Tower uh, downtown. Can you tell us about the unique characteristics of this building? Yeah, well, it's the, it, it's, you can't miss it. It's the third tallest building <laughs> in Chicago. So this is um, kind of not far from the lakefront. It's east of Michigan Avenue um, on the south side of the river. Um, and it's that tall, shimmering glass building that kind of angles in, angles out, angles in, angles out. And, and, and it's sort of three towers, and then it breaks down into two, and then it breaks down into one. So it's this very slender, mm -hmm. tall building. Um, and I, you know, one of the things I say in the show is, boy, it better be beautiful because you can see it from everywhere, you know? <laughs> yes. I, I think it's my favorite addition to the skyline, just the way the buildings curve, sort of the the, the three main parts of it that you can kind of see from, you know, my south side angle look like these really cool steps of the gods. It complements the river. Like yes. if you're on the river tour, the way they'll talk about the, 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 the how the color and the, the river is supposed to, like it flows together. A lot of this is we want people to see beautiful things that they can go and experience. We want people to get out there. But I also like to take people places you're not allowed to go. You know, like I'm allowed to go there with my camera, but you're not allowed to. So we got into the the high the penthouse unit in this building, which is the highest residential unit in Chicago. Uh, 300, you know, it's like it's like you live on the sky deck of Sears Tower, basically, you know. And then you know, they there there's a missing two floors in the building where they took the windows out and the floors are empty. And this is called a blow-through floor because the building, the research showed the building would sway a lot in the wind. So they took two floors out and let the wind kind of blow through the building. Well, you're not allowed to go on the blow-through floor, but they let me <laughs> out there with my cameras. And so- How did it feel to have the wind blow through your eyebrows? It was something, you know, I was going to say- it, <laughs> I wish I had hair. I'm bald, you know, because then you would have seen the wind blowing through my hair. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, I just had to tell you about it and you had to hear the mm -hmm. wind. You go up to this penthouse that has a, a bathroom tub <laughs> that sees out onto Grant Park yeah. and, and, and the cost is $19 million. How does it feel to learn that, you know, some of the most beautiful views of Chicago, they can only be experienced by a, a very select few? Oh, that's that's a really important question, right? I mean, that gets into equity and, um, you know, part, well, so partly I'm taking you up there because, hey, I can't afford a $19 million apartment either. So, you know, uh, and it's not the 1%, it's the, you know, one one hundredth of 1%, you know, that could afford a place like that. But I, I mean, I hope what we discover in the show is that there's so many beautiful places that are totally accessible that anybody can go and see. And again, that's another reason why I think it's really important to 
get out into all the neighborhoods and out into some suburbs. You know, another building that's in the show, I've passed it a million times on the Kennedy Expressway. It's this blue glass building with like yellow fins that kind of curves with the, I say in the show, you know, this causes distracted driving on the Kennedy Expressway. Um, it's called El Centro and it's a place yeah. where, uh, that serves immigrant populations, giving them college education through Northeastern Illinois University. And the architect- Up in Avondale. In Avondale, right. And the, uh, so sort of north side, uh, north, far north side. And the architect of that, Juan Gabriel Moreno, says- All of our communities deserve uplifting architecture, not just, you know, a downtown or a central business district that you can create such incredible impact. Those communities have been forgotten for so long. He says, I love architecture that jolts you and that it, it, it feels like the neighborhood's been gifted something. Uh, and I really wanted to include that in the show um, to, to, to really show that there's, there's beauty out there everywhere. You also don't focus just on buildings, but also the natural environment. What's the story of uh, Palmasano Park? I love Palmasano Park. So if you, this is in Bridgeport, and if you go there, you would you 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 go you know you you leave the sort of dense, crowded streets of Bridgeport, and like you know I fifty five is roaring right by there. You leave the streets. And all of a sudden you feel like you're like along the limestone bluffs of the Mississippi River. Like you're just in this quiet, strange, you know, wilderness. And it turns out this was a limestone quarry from like the early 1800s, 300 feet straight down. Um, and then after it was done being quarried, the city used it for construction debris. And then they turned it over to the Chicago Park District. And Ernie Wong, this wonderful landscape architect who took me there, and he's such a warm, wonderful guy, talked about how they shoveled out a lot of this debris and they build like a mound on one side that's prairie. And the neighbors called it Mount Bridgeport. Uh, the old quarry, uh, they dug down and made it into a, a lake at the bottom under these limestone walls. There's a wetland that descends down into it that he, and he designed all of this, you know, that looks natural, but it's all designed. You also made it out to the suburbs in this special, where did you go to in Bartlett? <laughs> that place is totally amazing. It's, it's called the B-A-P-S. I can't even begin to say all of the words in, because uh, it's Hindu. It's a Hindu temple. It's called a Mandir, B-A-P-S Hindu Mandir in Bartlett. So imagine like a little um, marble sculpture that you could hold in your hand. And then imagine an entire building made of these like Legos, made of these like thousands and thousands and thousands of these little marble sculptures. And then... Up, you look up at the ceiling, and the whole ceiling is marble. Um, this whole mandir, this whole Hindu temple, was carved by hand in India by thousands of artisans and shipped in pieces to Bartlett, Illinois, and reassembled like a jigsaw puzzle. And the woman who tours me around there, Pyle Shah, so many of these interviews in the show were so wonderful. You know, she's kind of got this giddy, almost kind of joy of telling me mm -hmm. not only about the um, architecture, but about the meaning of the place. We believe that God manifests through these images. They're not just, you know, pictures. They're not just us. 
images of stone. And we really believe that God is live and here amongst us. And so you're sort of surrounded by holiness? We are. We try to see God in each other too, right? We see the light in each other. When you moved through this list, did you come out on the other side with a, a new favorite? Um, that's a good question. I don't play favorites. It's like, you know, how can you decide which one of your children is your favorite? Um, I have to say, now this is a thing that isn't actually a place, but um, I'm an I'm an aviation geek. I I knew you were going to go there. I, I, I had a feel that's where it was I mean, going. I'm one of those nerds that like listens to air traffic control because I think it's cool. So at the beginning of the show, I get to, uh, I get in a, a little Cessna, a Cessna 182, uh, four passengers. And this pilot um, wanted to show me what he thinks, uh, you know, again, this is privileged. This is something not everybody in the world can get to do, of course. Um, but he thinks there's nothing that beats flying out over the lake um, at sunset and seeing the the our beautiful skyline in the sunset or at sunrise. And um, uh, so I get to go up in this plane with him. That that to me was like the thrill of a lifetime. And it was really cool because our cameraman, uh, director of photography, Oral Usair, who's brilliant, and that's part of the reason this show is so beautiful, he was in another plane. They actually had. I was going to ask, how did you get the shot? I was wondering was if insane. somebody was in the other plane. Yeah, there, and it was beautiful. It was amazing to. Uh, plus, we stuck, you know, GoPro cameras all over our our plane, mm-hmm. so we had different angles that we could use. You could have just did thirty minutes of that, and I'd have been good to go. Oh, a fellow uh, airplane geek, I love it. Pound for pound, whether it's because of its green spaces. You know the birthplace of the skyscraper and, and all the different neighborhood wonders that we have. Would you argue that Chicago punches up against any other city in terms <laughs> of the beauty of our buildings and the beauty of our stories? You know that is such a Chicago question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I think that's I kind of made my career out of the fact that people in Chicago just love Chicago. Right. I mean, we just think it's the best city in the world. <laughs> I think more and more Chicagoans know about um, the river, which used to be just totally forgotten. Like nobody thought about the mm-hmm. river, you know, and and just all of the beauty, not just on the downtown stretches of the river, but the natural areas to the north and the industrial areas to the south, which have their own kind of beauty. People come to Chicago, you know, they oh yeah, it's a city on a lake, and then they look out at the lake and they're like, wait, that's a lake. That looks like an o- that looks like an ocean, you know, and uh, it's it's kind of astonishing. And we're I believe one of the only cities anywhere in the world where our waterfront is for all the people. You know, it's um, in most cities it's given over either to the wealthy for housing or to industry, and you can't get anywhere near it. Um, but you know, we we have reserved our lakefront for for the public, and even along the south side where. It had been cut off by the Illinois Central tracks. You know, all these new pedestrian bridges are being added to the lakefront, and that that whole south side lakefront has been amazingly um, restored. Huge parks by the greatest landscape architect of the 19th century, Frederick Law Olmsted, and then all the the neighborhood parks around Chicago, which we which is an innovation that we created in Chicago. The idea of neighborhood parks, the Burnhams and the Jensens. I think we uh, we we definitely are right up there with any place in the world.
Jeffrey Bear hosts the most beautiful places in Chicago tonight at 7 p.m. on WTTW Channel 11. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Another day, another endorsement. Commissioner Brandon Johnson picked up Congressman Danny Davis this week, while former CPS head Paul Vallis got former Alder and mayoral candidate Roderick Sawyer on his team. United Center concession workers are expected to negotiate with management today as they're demanding improved access to pension and health care. This comes as the UC is hosting the Big Ten Men's Basketball Tournament this week and workers just walked out on Sunday. And some good news to get you through. This week only, you can see the iconic Alvin Ailey Dance Company perform at the Auditorium Theater in The Loop. They'll showcase new arrangements as well as Ailey's classic piece, Revelations. Tickets available now in the show notes. As always, we appreciate you for listening. If you love CityCast Chicago as much as we do, then please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to the podcast and subscribe to our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. Tomorrow, we're talking about the 10-year anniversary of Simeon's boys basketball team's four-peat as state champs. Join us then. Peace. You'll have to edit. <laughs> oh, stop. No, that was amazing. Where where did he go there? Down a tire total rabbit hole. <laughs>